Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back. To the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we get to the heart of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Bummert. I'm Jerry Porter. And I'm Chris Eliopoulos. Welcome, Chris. Hey. That's Mr. Eliopoulos to you. Welcome, Mr. <laughs> Eliopoulos. I apologize. Doll. Doll. <laughs> Dr. Eliopoulos, I'm sorry. You can call me Shorty. Okay. Welcome, Shorty. We're glad to have you back. Um, this is exciting and gross and, and disturbing, isn't it? <laughs> Best thing to be. <laughs> sure. Uh, this is obviously, you can tell from what we're saying, this is minute 65 of Temple of Doom, uh, which begins with a uh, wheel man eagerly lowering the guy-filled cage into the lava pit, and it ends with the chains starting to bring the cage back up. Now, I know this is kind of generally Jerry's bailiwick, and I hope I'm not really stepping on his toes. Or his bailiwick. Yeah, or his Definitely don't want to step on that. <laughs> Mola Ram took that off earlier. <laughs> took his bailiwick off. In my country. <laughs> I'm Jerry Porter. My name is Jerry Porter. Uh, Mola Ram starts to chant here, and it sounds exactly like he's saying, Bud, eat gelato. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can never listen to this without hearing that. And I think and it suddenly made sense, though, because when Indy gets on the elephant in my poor village, he's like, andiamo, andiamo. And so I think Mol, I think Mola Ram's in it with the villagers and he heard about that and he's just making fun of him. So he's <laughs> bringing up the Italian ice cream reference. Italian gibberish so that yeah. uh, Indy will be appeased. That's funny. I buy it. Th- that, that's my bailiwick, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, how the world sees me. Yeah. You're some dummy who hears English all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, Jer. Um, I want to say just at the start that this is, uh, I find this minute and what happens in it far, far more upsetting than the guy getting his heart ripped out. I think this is like the most violent part of the movie. Oh, like the guy yeah. just like I mm-hmm. mean you know not to cut to the middle of the minute but just like is screaming and it's and, and he bursts into flames and he sees what's gonna happen like they linger on it for for like you know a full minute like not mm-hmm. even counting like before he goes down in the in the pit and stuff and it's really like you know we had this like this is Larry this is like a nice guy he like seems mm-hmm. like a nice <laughs> you know scared innocent guy like we had like Nazis who were destroyed by God and raiders who totally deserved it they were all jerks but even their thing was like super swift it happened like within like less than a minute and uh, this guy his his death and 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 imminent death is like lingering for for like a minute and 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 it's it's weird that we're I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not like going to give me nightmares, but it's 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 weird that we linger on this death for so long and like almost take like some kind of weird satisfaction out of it or something. It's 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 strange. You know, I, I I completely agree. I mean, I know we're only halfway through the movie, but I can safely say this is the most intense and frightening minute of the movie. Sixty-five. Yeah. 
Yeah, and especially if you're watching this one minute at a time, you know, it, this is actually god-awful. And <laughs> I feel like, you know, did you guys notice the fiery bits of ventricle dropping off the Oh, heart? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this, I mean, there's just so much. I mean, it's so intense, and it makes you wonder, like, you know, Spielberg and, and Lucas are like 12-year-old sociopaths. <laughs> right. Yeah, just how bitter were they? When they're yeah, exactly, <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, is that their ex-wives going down in the pit, like in the cage? Or yeah. I mean, is, is that what they? Yeah, that's their bank accounts being lowered into the, after bitter divorces, right? <laughs> California divorce law. There you yeah, go. it's Up just in flames. Really brutal. This minute, I I don't know why, but I had the same reaction as you, Tom. Well, this is this was the minute that made you freak out in the teaser trailer too. Oh man. No, uh, Jerry. I remember he said oh. this made him really anxious watching this. This when they showed the guy screaming. Oh yeah, and it's like it's like over the end credits of the teaser too. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, meanwhile <laughs> you're like, oh, by the way, yeah, like the guy gets burned to death yeah. in a lava <laughs> thing. I have to say though, like in a movie that's had some sort of questionable special effects, this lava vortex looks incredible. Yeah, like they really yeah. nailed it. And even the. Uh, you know, the guy turns a little fakey when he finally turns into flames. But again, kind of like uh, 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 Sun, not Sonny, um, the other guy, the other son of Lao Che who gets stabbed with the with the pigeon flambe. Oh, Chen? like just the, like he wasn't fake, but he looked fake in the same jerky kind of way that this guy does now, uh-huh. where it's like clearly a puppet of some kind and it's like moving in a slightly unnatural way. But that that reads to my thirteen year old in nineteen eighty four mind. Like, oh, that's what, like, evil violence looks like. It's got a weird jerky fakiness to it. Because uh-huh. that's, like, how the effects always work in all these movies. Uh-huh. So it's kind of effective in that weird way. I just think this is where that it all goes wrong. <laughs> well, in I mean, in the, in, the, in the movie, in the sense that it, it becomes about a lot of killing, a lot of violence towards innocent people, like these poor kids are getting destroyed mm-hmm. down below. And I think this is where we first start to see it. And this is where it really starts to get dark for this movie. Like, this is where they basically went down this path and just really went in the wrong way. But... Yeah, and like they've they've been trying to balance whatever darkness was in the movie already with like goofy monkey brains and stuff, but then I think that kind of stops for like the next hour or something, doesn't it? <laughs> it's all just pretty like oh boy. Like I remember watching I, I watched this you know before we started recording this whole part of the podcast, uh, and I hadn't seen it in like you know twenty years or something. I was like, and, and around this part, I was like, gosh, they're they're in the Temple of Doom for like almost the rest of the movie, aren't they? Yeah. This is like this is like kind of a dark underground, scary movie. It's kind of <laughs> grim. Well, and you know, I think Mola Ram is a serial killer, <laughs> like just a straight up serial killer. Like uh, he just fakes this religion so they can bring him people to kill. No, he doesn't like he doesn't like Fruit Loops. Yeah, I would say he, he <laughs> yeah. really destroys his breakfast every morning. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he has this orgasmic explosion when Larry is immolated. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, immediately afterwards, he's smoking a cigarette. And <laughs> it's like the music stops and the temple comes to a standstill. And it just, I don't even know if this is about religion for him. Hmm. Yeah, he, if you, because I've had to watch this minute, minute 65, several times. And it's really freaky. <laughs> and he's really just, I mean, he's over the top 
<laughs> excited <laughs> about this. And then, you know, yeah. the heart bursts into flame and, and yeah. he starts laughing maniacally. And, is that your belly wick, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> it was a type of laugh, actually, though, Pete, that I know that you would love. Oh, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shades of Belloc. <laughs> it is, yeah. actually. Oh, so wait, you were saying that he's he's not talking about gelato, but what is he saying? Did you say that already, and I missed it? Oh, I don't know what he's actually saying here. I oh, okay. The actual things. Yeah, I couldn't find a translation for that. Probably is gelato. <laughs> I will say his arm is so fake it's not even funny. Oh, Mother arm? Yeah, when he's holding it up and it and the and the heart bursts into flames, it is so fake and plastic it's not even funny. <laughs> I was looking at that right now. I was actually going to say, "Oh, that's kind of impressive. It looks like a real arm." But but uh, no, I'll go with you because it's funnier. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Well, you can see because he oh, moves and yeah. the arm just stays still. You're absolutely right. Just as you were saying that, I like unpaused and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, never mind." Yeah. Wait, I'm That's watching funny. and like like the heart is, you know, as the guy descends towards the lava pit, like the heart starts beating faster and faster and faster. Right. And I'm wondering, like, is it possible to have a cardiac arrest with your heart outside your body? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the definition of a cardiac arrest. Yeah, really. He's been in cardiac arrest for like a minute and a half now. But it's not, it's, that's it. It's not really a rest. <laughs> it's, uh, it's cardiac unrest. <laughs> Why didn't they give uh, Larry some of the collie blood to kind of tranquilize him? Um, Maybe they did. That's why he was so sedate. Maybe that's why he's relaxed or semi-relaxed. No, that would have been something like the goddess of compassion would have done. You're like right. Kali, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at minute sixty five. That's one of my notes. Um Kali is the goddess of compassion, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, in fairness, she is also the goddess of destruction. Now you tell me. <laughs> she wears a lot of hats and a lot of arms. <laughs> and a lot of skulls. Um I have a question about the lava pit. Because it is a cool lava pit and it's very effective and it uh, and it and it looks hot and scary, but like there's a whole like I wonder why they have to. I'm nitpicking, but why do they have to like have that trap door and stuff going into that pit where there's actually like an open pit <laughs> yeah. between like him and the congregation and stuff? Like why? And, and why do they have to have the cage? Like why do they have to lower him in uh-huh. and they just, just like him give him a side. yeah, give him a good yeah. kick to the boot to the butt, you yeah. know, and boot? just toss him over. Well, you know, I was going to say, I'm glad you brought that up, because when it comes to human sacrifice as a ritual or a spectacle, I'm noticing some simple design flaws in this Temple of Doom. And that was one of them is exactly what you said here, Tom. You know, when the guy descends down into the lava vortex, no one can see him. Right. So he's, he's far removed from the ceremony, you know, mm-hmm. and... I'm thinking I would have placed a railing around the top of the pit <laughs> so that the parishioners could feel more connected with the ritual. Yeah. Unless there are mirrors on the ceiling. That would have been simple enough, yeah. Just do yeah. that. Or just like somebody said, you know, they're like a jumbotron sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't watch them down, all they just see is he goes down and that's that. You know? Yeah. I, mean, I guess Mola Ram can look in and some of the altar boys. But other than that, I mean, it's not, that's what I mean. It's a design flaw, especially when you have, you know, human sacrifice as a spectacle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It probably, it probably reads a lot more like a magic show 
or something like, hey, I cut him in half. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, yeah. like the, the cage comes back. Hey, he's not in the cage anymore. What could have happened? Oh, my God. See, it is Vegas. <laughs> Dude, I love that you mentioned that. It's totally true. <laughs> well, and they are doing it for a little kid. So this is exactly the kind of magic you would do for a little kid. He's like, oh, he went in the hole. He burned up in lava. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a heart behind your ear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, how far down is the lava whirlpool from the altar? Like 100 feet? Huh. Hmm. I don't know. Like, it, and, and at what point does it does it start to hurt? That's, the yeah. thing. That's what always bugs me. It seems like he should have burst into flames a lot sooner. Well, you know? when does he? All right, when does he burst into flames? Everybody get in your sleeping bags. Okay. <laughs> when is it, like 15 feet above the lava? No, he looks like he's a lot farther than 15 feet above. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, I still feel like, I mean, I don't know. Well, you know what? This actually bugs me less here than it does uh, later on with Willie. I think the, 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 the timing of that is weirder. But, but yeah, I think he... Uh, what was the question? <laughs> how far? No, how far? How far down, or how far above the lava is yeah. he before he, you know, turns into a human conflagration? <laughs> but the lava is also spitting up, so like he could yeah. have caught like yeah. a, a spit of fire and then just caught on fire. But yeah, but even wouldn't just like the heat itself, like just when yeah. you get even like you know fifty feet away from like. Molten lava. I think that would like. But Willie seems off. to get a lot closer than he does with no. Yeah, that's effects. what bugs me. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm looking at second thirty-seven right mm-hmm. now, and I'm I'm sticking with twelve feet, fifteen feet. Oh, but really? he's he's on fire yeah. way above that. Yeah, okay. Already, yeah, yeah it is on fire. fire. Yeah, like second thirty true. already, he's on fire, and he's still got a long way yeah. to go. And not for nothing, Gollum like survived for a couple like seconds in that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He didn't yeah, even like, right. blister or anything. Yeah, he just kind of melted slowly away. Yeah. Well, it, we get, Indy does some retroactively good parenting here. <laughs> after yes. everything has happened and the show's just as it's yeah. over and Mola Ron's walking off the stage, he grabs Shorty and yanks him back so he can't yeah. see. Look out, nothing's yeah. happening. <laughs> There's nothing to see. And you're like, he can't see what? The guy's already in the, in the lava right. pit. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. see a heart on fire. I mean, that's like catching the, your kid watching porn and waiting till it's over before you tell him to stop looking. <laughs> right. Now we have a teachable moment. Yeah. <laughs> now that you got five minutes into that thing. Well, no, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Mola Ram, that's why I thought, like, serial killer. He has this orgasmic uh, high. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does seem sort of I mean, spent yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, but then the whole minute reads that way. It's like the temple chills out and the music mellows out. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And the place empties out fast. Like it, Yeah. Like everyone's. Well, they're all on like kitchen duty back at the palace. They gotta get back. <laughs> but it's like there's no like extra hymn afterwards, or no one has to stay for like an offering or anything. Yeah. It's just like they're done. Yeah. No exit procession or anything. There's no yeah, like no like greet donuts. your neighbor. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, donuts and coffee. Coffee. And, yeah. 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 Oh, I love donuts and coffee right now. <laughs> That'd be so nice. It's like David Blaine just got out of the ice. You know, it's like all right, I'm done. I'm going home. Yeah. Like, he's done. <laughs> he did his magic trick. He's gonna go now. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah. 
take all his gear off. <laughs> all right, I'll do the joke that we were talking about, which I'll say we're finally at Malta or Molten. So, <laughs> <laughs> Molten Malta. Close, right? It was, it was close. It That's works. good. Yeah, I like, I like it. So, so, so Jerry was right. Like all those years ago, <laughs> back on the island. Yes. Looking for Malta. He was looking he was, for Molten. He was just looking for Molten. Yeah. Back when he still had his bailiwick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and what do you think it's like? What does Molaram do on off hours? Like, does he just kind of like sit in his dressing room and like go on Twitter? Like, what, is, what does he do <laughs> when he doesn't like have the hat on with the horns? And like, this is the first time we see him. We don't really know who he is, or what he's doing, and what his life is like outside of this. Well, he is a very like Darth Vader like character, and like you can't imagine him doing anything except what you see him doing on screen. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's not like you know filing the church's taxes or anything. Or... <laughs> I, I yeah. think it's yeah, like typing up the bulletin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's couples counseling for the parishioners. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we don't see any women. You know what I mean? Right. But I think it's just kind of like. You know, yeah, I suppose, you know, you know, it would be sort of the equivalent to, I don't know, office hours or he's, he's basically at the rectory. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, for again, for Tom or you Catholics out there, he's at the rectory and you can go see him and you can talk about like, you know, look, uh, things are slowing down at home and, you know, <laughs> Larry didn't come home. Yeah. You have to show what? her a little attention once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Let her know you care. <laughs> Do the laundry once in a while. Show her that you care. I told her she should join the choir and that sort of thing, except that you guys don't admit females into the choir, and so that, that didn't work out. Yeah, does the, does the Temple of Doom have, like, confessionals and stuff? That's the, I like think it does. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Forgive me, Mola Ram, for I have sinned. <laughs> Does he like have like like I don't know um, like a treadmill in the back that he just kind of keeps in shape on? And... <laughs> Could be. He's looking pretty. I mean, uh, he's I mean, in pretty solid. good shape for yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Does he keep like aloe vera behind the you know for those burns, those wicked yeah. burns? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to happen sooner or later. The burns. I know. And now I'm like totally interested in what this guy's life is all about because yeah. he's been living in a lava pit for like how many years now? Yeah, that's what's weird. We don't really know, like, does the shaman say anything about when, the, like, the darkness came over the land? And so, like, how long has this temple been reactivated and, like, repopulated and stuff? We don't really know. Going on the clues of, like, the smoldering, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the village, you know, whether it's a week or two weeks, <laughs> right. three weeks, yeah. the smoldering fires. So, yeah, I guess a month. Yeah, but that's just that village. They could have been scouring other villages all along. That's true. This seems I like mean, yeah. This seems like this operation's pretty uh, underway, like kind of full steam. Although all the kids are pretty young, like you, they can't have been, unless they get rid of the kids after a certain age. Except for Larry. Have, Larry grew up. Except, and out yeah, of the, that's, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> so there's like a separate part of the palace for Larry. All the Larrys. <laughs> Maybe. It's very confusing. Does Molaram live under the palace, or does he live in the palace? All of these people, where do they go? Is there yeah, like a where? Starbucks on the side that they all go and have a cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you push on a naked statue at the back of the Starbucks. And you end up I'll in the have the venti blood with a shot yeah. of Carmel. <laughs> you think they always like, he, go, he goes up and gives his order and then they, they give his coffee. They're like, Miller rum. <laughs> <laughs> Molar rum. Red rum. I guess, you know, we keep saying that it's under the palace, but I guess it's not. 
Well, the entrance, uh, the secret entrance was sort of through there, right? Yeah, we know it's underneath because Willie walks through that passage that's at the, at the flapestry level, and that's up above where they are. Okay. So they're under, oh, yeah. like they're somewhat under. Like, is there a secret part of the castle where they all hang out up up top? And they come down for the rituals? I don't know. We're Because, we're I mean, that was a secret that. entrance. There, there has to be, a di- obviously, a different entrance to get in yeah. there. Right, right. Like, even just to, you know... Get the big cages delivered and stuff like that. Like <laughs> you're not going to do that through the through the naked yeah. statue. Or is there just like passage. like in one side of the castle? There's like you know there's like an awning and a nice door and like you yeah. they just come in like regular you know they file in. Sure. They have like those misters like they have down in the south outside. Yeah. Do they have like a vestibule, a foyer, and a? And where are the bathrooms located? <laughs> Maybe just use the lava. I have so many thing. questions. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Let's go right in the lava. Perfect, perfect ecosystem. Well, how close does does the urine have to get before it catches fire? That's the fun game you play. Yeah. You like have a contest with each other to like see who can jet it down there farther or something. You're gonna put it out, Larry. <laughs> we have we've talked about the Madonna Inn relating to this movie before, and I'm just saying if you've ever been to the Madonna Inn. You'll get that reference. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> they have a cave urinal that is a lot like this. Oh, oh God, yeah, really? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> Said by the man who's probably been there and, and done it. <laughs> well, do we have anything else for 65? Uh, oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> this just <laughs> in. That's odd. <laughs> From <laughs> Professor Christy Porter. Uh, she says, superfluous hat. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Mueller th- Well, no, I think she's talking about indies. I think because, you know, look, oh. uh, yeah, it's really hot there. There's no sun. Uh-huh. There's no wind blowing. I mean, the, the, the only element I guess he's exposed to is like crippling heat. <laughs> well, it's part of his stuff. He told Sh- uh, Shorty to get his stuff. You dress for the job you want, not for the one you have. So. Right. <laughs> I tried to tell her that. He wants to be a lion tamer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I would still say this is special lava, though, because nobody is sweating. Indy's not sweating. Yeah. None of these guys in the crowd are. It's Yeah. Well, also, like, the metal cage isn't melted by it or yeah. anything. It's, 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 yeah. You know uh... what? I, I looked that up. I oh. looked up. Yes, I did. I looked up, like, what is the temperature of lava? And it's around, it was anywhere like 1,400 degrees to like 2,200 degrees. And then, uh, that's Fahrenheit. And then uh, I looked up at what temperature does iron melt? And it was like 2,800 degrees. Oh, for oh. real? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So Pete mummered that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up. Because, you know, I was wondering, I mean, would the cage, could it survive, you know, that... Uh, that mm-hmm. that amount of heat, and the is answer Bizarro is Bizarro podcast. But like we're backwards here. What's going on? <laughs> Kick my bailiwick. <laughs> right in the Thank my battleship. Yeah, we started with my my bailiwick. Well, that's your bailiwick, Pete. Peter. So far, my bailiwick is unperturbed and undisturbed. Thank God. God, how did we get down this road? What did I do to you guys? <laughs> <laughs> You seem to be safe so far. I apologize for totally destroying this podcast. <laughs> you did what you had to do. No one can blame you. I'm trying. Um, 
But thank you so much for joining us this week. This has been incredible. Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun. We've uh, we've burned a man alive with his heart <laughs> out of his body. And we owe that all to you, Chris. <laughs> of course. It's so all much. my fault. I'm terribly sorry. And who knows where next we'll meet. We don't know where Indy will be the next yeah. time we meet. Not yeah. at Malta, but somewhere. Probably uh, something else that you can make a Malta joke with, probably, if we try hard enough. Malted <laughs> milk. <laughs> We'll see. We got some time to think about it. We got yeah. a malted milk joke going. <laughs> we should. <laughs> um, but tell everybody again where they can find you online if they want to uh, see what you're up to. Well, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Chris Eliopoulos. And if you want to, if you're interested in running at all or Disney, I do a, a, a run Disney podcast called Mickey Miles and More. So check me out over there. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Pete, where can people find us and follow us and... Uh, and run after us. Well, actually, you know what you could do that we would love? If you like the show, you could go onto iTunes, and if you haven't already, leave us a review, hopefully positive, but tell people what you think, and that actually helps the show quite a bit. And it it's Friday, and there are lots of other podcasts out here that are doing kind of a similar thing that we do. If you want to check those out, you can go to moviesbyminutes.com, and you can find our friend Gizmo and Gremlins and Princess Bride <laughs> or... Even there's this crazy one about Caddyshack. Weird. Who would do a minute-by-minute minute show about Caddyshack? <laughs> it sounds very funny. I better check it out. <laughs> and so should you. Oh, yeah, and go to Tee Public also and find our uh, shirts. we got a bunch of uh, Indiana Jones Minute shirts up there of various uh, awesomeness. They're very cool. And you'll look cool in them. So do it. <laughs> um and please uh, join us here next week as we continue our trek through the Temple of Doom here on the Indiana Jones Minute. <laughs> buddy gelato, buddy gelato, buddy gelato, buddy gelato. <laughs> you had the echo. You had the, yeah, that, was that was amazing. Really good. Yeah, that That's, was I'm in the Holiday Inn breakfast room. <laughs> Not for Not long. Not for long. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.